Good morning, everybody. This is Marcus. Today, members podcast on the 11th of September, Monday. And I've had an email today. I'll read it out to you. The newsletter seems to be getting a lot smaller. Maybe you need some additional contributors. Oh, no, really. Getting up at 5am, six days a week without Henry. It still isn't enough. No, today we have had Reuters has changed its name. Not just today, but it's changed its brand from Reuters to Refinitiv. And now it is London Stock Exchange Group, L-E-S-L-S-E-G. And they've gone and revamped the whole blinking thing. Destroyed all our spreadsheets. And we're now spending hours in the morning trying to make everything work again. Really irritating. So apologies for the brevity in the newsletter at the moment, but there's not a lot I can do about it. And to tell you the truth, if I was to fill it, it would be filled with waffle because at the moment there really is nothing going on. I'm getting bored of saying we're waiting for the CPI number on Wednesday, but there's just not a lot going on. We've had the results season. There's no results coming out in the US of note. And we're probably vainly hoping that the CPI number on Wednesday is going to kick the market off in one direction or another when it almost certainly won't. I have been hopeful in the last couple of weeks that we have seen the peak on interest rates and bond yields would peak. But if you look at the chart of bond yields, whilst if you look very closely. There was a bit of a peak a week or so ago, but if you stand back and look at it over a longer time period, over a couple of years or so, there is no peak, no material peak in bond yields yet. And I do think it'll take a material peak in bond yield to kick off a new bull market. And even then, even if we do get a peak in bond yields, it may not kick off a bull market There are still plenty of news wires suggesting the US market is still overpriced, that there is still a big tech bubble of sorts. And we really just don't, in our own market, we don't have any momentum at the moment, no momentum to push through new highs. So we are waiting for something to happen in the market. As I have pointed out, the market is now down 6.19% since the post-pandemic peak in the middle of 2021. So we're down 6% since then. And as of right now, now we are down 0.08% from the pre-pandemic peak. So in other words, we're going sideways. And over most of this year, whilst there has been a bit of volatility, the only trade in town has been the trade which we thankfully caught buying the FANG and NASDAQ ETFs for the AI bubble whilst it inflated. But that has stopped. So we really are waiting for some action now. And there doesn't seem to be a lot about. I've got a seasonal chart in our sector today, a seasonality chart of the All Ordinaries. And you can see in there, and this goes back to 1982. So it's the average price movements per day on that same day every year. So you get a trend of what the stock market does during the year. And from September to December, although I, I hesitate to tell you that just because it's happened in the past, it will happen in the future. But se- September till the beginning of December or the end of November, we have four weeks where the market traditionally goes sideways and we're smack in the middle of that at the moment. If we're lucky, this CPI number on Wednesday will give us a new direction, a new optimism about interest rates. But that's probably fanciful thinking. We can but hope. A couple of little narratives today. One is about the rising oil price. The oil price has been going up. Have a look again at the chart in my section. But it's up from under $70 to almost $90, $87.51 in the last 
last two or three months, and that is feeding fears that inflation is going to come back again, which is not what we want to see. Having said that, Goldman Sachs has said that the S&P 500 has 5% upside to the end of the year, and they think the Fed has finished raising rates. Aussie dollars at a 10-month low. Some strategists suggest that Chinese stimulus and another rate rise from the RBA before the end of the year means that will be higher by the end of the year or the risk is on the upside. China had inflation numbers at the weekend. They didn't tell us anything. They're worried not about inflation. They're worried about deflation. The headlines were about deflation concerns easing on the back of that CPI number at the weekend. I'm looking through company announcements today. Very little going on. Sims Group, Sims Limited. It's called now. Had a bit of a profits warning down 11% today. Lion Town tells us that they've given Albemarle four weeks to do their due diligence. Share price still interestingly above the $3 bid price on suggestion Gina Reinhardt's been buying and might be a Trojan horse for another play from Mineral Resources. $3.04. We've got jobs numbers on Thursday. The media is writing it up like we're going to do something about them or the market's going to react to them. Not really very important. And if I've got to tell you that CSL's going ex-dividend today and LaVissa tomorrow, I really haven't got anything to talk about, have I? I can see the AFR journalists struggling to justify their work from home today if they're having to write about Tato Minerals, a gold explorer in West Africa. All quiet on the Western Front in our portfolios. Strategy portfolio is still in cash. I wrote them all up at the weekend. Qantas not winning us any accolades yet after we bought it last week. The idea was to be buying stocks in a sentiment hole and Qantas has certainly been there. Looking for a bit of form from the NASDAQ and the FANG. Hopefully we'll get that this week. Otherwise, those two are slightly more dangerous than the rest and just waiting for some action on resources stocks. So not a lot happening in the ideas portfolio. Or the BHP only portfolio in cash in the Macquarie portfolio. Latin resources down 8% today. Leo Lithium we sold down another 8% today. Dreadnought Resources down 5%. Calix down 5%. Big Tin Can down 5%. Nothing looking too flash today in the small companies portfolio. Right, I'll leave it there. There's only so much I can waffle about, isn't there? I've got a few spreadsheets to fix. Almost no broker research around. Financials doing okay today. All the banks are looking to be a little bit higher. BHP's now in the blue, which is good. Tech down. ASX 200 down three points, having been down 23 at worst. Somebody asked me to put the volume and turnover numbers in for the ASX. I will try and do that in our end of day tables. Tried to do that. It's a little tricky. As I leave you, Dow futures up two. NASDAQ futures up 0.1 of a percent. Not much to go on. You have a quiet day. I'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back with the end of day podcast, but at this point, I can't see that it's going to contain anything too dazzling either.